This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Welcome back to another episode of Corporate Cafecito. Yo soy Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. And a very exciting episode it is here because there's a celebration Yes, it uh, is. Nayeli has actually launched her very first uh, a book. She co-wrote it with Michael Bayer called Pencils Down, and it's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And so, Nayeli, tell us, what is the premise of the book? What are we focusing on? So, a couple of years ago, um, I got a, a message from a guy, and it was Mike Bayer, and he was like, hey... Um, I've been referred to you, like multiple people have told me you're the best executive coach and I need some help. I need to transition careers. And he was a principal at Chicago Public Schools and he was actually exited from his school. He had merged a very high income with a very low income campus and there were there was a lot of issues and maybe a lot of politics that came with that. And so he was, uh, you know, he was looking for a fresh start. And I remember he, he, you know, he was, he always jokes about how he asked me and I was like, oh, I'm really busy right now. And then he's like, well, just read up on me. And then I was like, oh, I love a challenge. And so I was like, yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> um, so Mike and I started collaborating and it's very interesting. Uh, Mike is extremely thoughtful, prepared, just a good individual. He has a, a very good heart and he wanted to find a corporate job. Okay. And so we worked on different areas that he needed to work on. And one being confidence, right? When you are coming out of a position where you've just been terminated, it's a really big blow to your confidence. Yeah. And so we we worked on that and Mike has a very amazing consulting uh, job now, but he reached out and he's like, you know what? Every, I would say every like maybe couple months, he would send me someone who was a teacher, a principal, an educator, someone in the administration that was looking for a career change. It'd be like, hey, just sending them, connecting you to, and it was it was really interesting to hear their stories. Yeah. So, what's one of the biggest common threads that you see amongst these individuals that are vacating the education system? What's 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 the common thread there? To be honest, it's burnout. Mm. And you know, we've done an episode on burnout. Burnout yeah. is tough, and burnout is you're giving your all, and you're still you're tired. You come home, and you don't have energy for like your kids or your home life. Or one woman I worked with, she was a principal and she's like, I would come home on Friday and put on my pajamas. I stopped socializing with my friends and family. I just was so tired all the time. And, you know, there have been times when I've gone to coach someone at a school and I get there and they don't even know me and they start crying. And I'm like, oh, you're just, you're so burnt out. Yeah. The academic world has changed tremendously. And the pandemic was really hard. Sure. And you saw like, you know, some teachers were going back to school. Others weren't going back to school. There were some accommodations, no accommodations, a lot of accommodations. So it wasn't consistent. A lot of people started to feel very overwhelmed. What are some indicators of, of identifying this burnout or, or overwhelmness? What are some things that you pointed out in the book that can help our listeners 
yeah. whether they're an educator or another field, but they're feeling this. So some of the some of the burnout described by the people that I've coached or and some of the people in the in the book are weight gain, depression, a lack of socialization, just a detachment from things that they liked or not even liking going to work. Some people shared that they felt like sick before they went into work. Mm. This is not just an academic thing. Other people feel this going into their offices right. or and going the careers. into, right. yeah. yeah. So, but when you feel that kind of anxiety before you even get to work, that is a sign of burnout. One of the stories in there, a woman left her school on a stretcher and I said, that, I go, that wasn't the first time you felt sick. She said, no, but it was my last. And so yeah. like, you know, I'm like, why do we let it get to that? And it's because we have this, um, this commitment, this dedication, this, you know, work ethic. But we, it, when you are feeling burnt out, like you need to listen to your body and your body is going to give you the clues before your brain does. So how are you able to compile all these stories? Because I, I haven't read it, so I'll be joining everybody that's listening to read the actual book because this just came out last week, right? Yep, it yeah. did. So yeah. the fall of 2023, it didn't take much, to be honest. Like we asked people to share their stories. Mike obviously is very connected with teachers and principals. He's very engaged in that community. Yeah. And he talked to several people. People were like, yes, I'd love to participate. I'd love to share my story. I'd love to tell people about me. And I think that's what we look for, right? Connection and telling yeah. our stories and being able to hear other people's stories, or in this case, read other people's stories. You know, we just scheduled, I think we had like 35 people sign up right away. We wow. also sent out a survey and got over a thousand responses from educators across the U.S. to get their input of how they were feeling. Yeah, we just started interviewing everybody via Zoom. So I, I see here in the contents and just kind of like everyone has a story, but then I thought, you know, I, I see how they've moved into other areas and other fields. Yes. So did you coach a lot of these individuals or just had conversations with them? I'm just just conversations. So okay. um, Mario, it's what we talk about all the time. It's understanding your skill set yeah. and taking inventory, right? Yeah. So what are the skill sets that teachers have? A lot of times because you're in the classroom or you're in the school and you talk to other teachers, you're like, oh, we're teachers. But you're also planners, curriculum writers. You manage a group of 30 individuals at a time. You very know, structured. I, yeah, They're exactly. very structured. Teachers are very structured to, and to the detailed minute. Yeah. And compassionate and empaths and they're really good at reading people and they're organized. You think about teachers and what they do, they're presenting all day. Mm -hmm. They're great public speakers. They are great at understanding how to communicate information and get buy-in from their audience. Yeah. How to command a room. I yeah. mean, your, your classroom management is something I've heard, right? And, a thousand and, and percent. Commanding the, the room itself. So yeah. They also know how to do this in a way that is fun, that's engaging. And so you think about your, think about your favorite teachers, like what made them it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I remember Miss Maher. Yeah, um, he yes, used to I remember time her. us to do all the multiplication Ta tables. Yep, from <laughs> one to twelve. And yep. if you won the thing, fireball, you got a fireball. I got a Jolly Rancher. Okay, Jones I had a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like yeah. you think about all those teachers that influenced us um, and their skill set, how that could transfer over to a non-education field. How someone who is detail-oriented, able to command the room, structured, 
can write, you know, presentations, can request funding, can be a community advocate. Those are highly desirable traits for anyone who's hiring in corporate America. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corpcafecitos.com and drop us a message. stories here still love what they do, but they just it's just the environment or the system itself just wasn't conducive to continue that passion. Did you have any in then? I think that was actually the majority of them. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, there was a lot of guilt and a lot of sadness of, you know, a lot of people said I had to leave my kids. Even, oh, even yeah, saying that gets yeah. me a little choked up because it's like the care is there. Mm-hmm. And often it was the leadership that was not. Yeah. And because of that, they had to, you know, they they didn't have to, they chose to leave, which was, you know, something that they felt they were like, oh, but I was leaving my kids. But, you know, one uh, one woman, like Dr. Alejandra, she she said, but I live in the neighborhood. And so I get to see my kids at the grocery stores and stuff like that. She's like, I see them when I'm walking around. And so there there is that sense of like, this is still my community. What was the transition for the majority of these individuals? They felt that guilt. So how did they overcome that? I mean, just by doing the assessment of transferable skills and kind of recreating themselves anew? What was the process for a lot of these individuals? So I don't think you could uh, overcome guilt just by getting a new job. It was hard. And, you know, a lot of them actually went to therapy. Mm. And one of them became a therapist for teachers Because she was like, I know what it's like to feel this, and I want to make sure that I can help others who feel it. And talk about an empath, right? Like she went back and became a therapist, so she had to continue doing schooling so she could come back, and she is now a therapist to teachers. Uh, There is that love. There is that commitment. There is that, you know, just wanting to help Mm -hmm. others that is very innate in educators. And so I think that, you know, that's what helped them. And I'm looking at, there's a lot of, and I'll avoid some of these transferable skills because these are the careers that a lot of these individuals ended up in, right? Mm-hmm. Marketing, right? So so that takes a life of its own. There's many components within marketing. Corporate training, well, that's about teaching there. Research, I mean, teachers research, they create their own curriculum and, yes. and supplements, right, to, to the classes. Marketing director, I, I think one of the, I, I don't know, I see a lot of management here, innovation. I think that a, a lot of the teachers, you mentioned something about the lack of leadership. So they know what lacks, so they probably know what now to put in. That kind of, I, I see a couple of individuals that probably are now in leadership roles. Yes. And, you know, we always say, like, even in corporate America, we say people don't leave companies, they leave bosses. Right. That is true everywhere. If you believe, if you have a leader, If you feel supported, if you feel engaged, if you feel challenged and you feel empowered, that's a great situation. In the absence of that, you're going to feel lost or demoralized or burnt out or like you're running really fast and you're not getting there. I think it's really important to understand like this is not a problem just in schools. If you lack leadership or if you don't have the right type of leadership, you will lose your team. Yeah, that's well said because it's not just only to teachers. Mm-mm. It's across any organization that doesn't yes. make you feel valued, right? Exactly. Valued as well and and continue to pour in. 
I, I think that I, I've had multiple conversations with teachers just like, it's very solitary. Did you find that within, within the... Yeah, I mean, you don't have coworkers really. Yeah. Like you have the other teachers, but there's not that sense. Like no one's doing the same work. They're doing the same... They're all teaching, but they're teaching different levels or different subjects, et cetera. So there's not that sense of camaraderie sometimes right. uh, because that's your whole universe is your school. And yeah. so a lot of teachers think like, oh, I don't really have a network. It's like, yes, you do. People you went to college with, people you know from, you know, your neighborhood, uh, your family is your network. So as you start exploring, like, who do I know? Who can I lean on? Mm -hmm. It's, it's your community is not just your coworkers. Like, you know, when we go to networking events, we don't just go with the people we work with. We go to meet other people. And so that was some of the, um, that was some of like the things that they were like, I don't have a network. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Like, mm -hmm. let's think about who your network is and how we could call them. And, you know, and also I tell people like, call your network. We all love to help. Everybody loves to help. So if you're in a situation where someone asks you for help, you do it and you feel good because you help someone. Mm -hmm. Give your friends the opportunity to have that feeling about you. To help you. That's awesome. What's the tenure of these individuals that made the, the, the move? Uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Some were, you know, two years in. Some were, you know, pensioned, you know. And so it was varying it wasn't just, there wasn't like, oh, if you hit five years, you're fine. Or if you made it to 15, you left. There was nothing, it wasn't an indicator that was consistent across everybody. And to me, that that was good and bad. It wasn't that there was this one problem everywhere that everyone was struggling with. Okay. You know, some schools are going to have great experiences. Some teachers may be doing it like be happy in their classroom. They may have the right leadership, the right support, the right resources. These are the stories of these individuals and what they were going through and what they felt and how they left. And I'll tell you, Mario, like a lot of them didn't leave far from the classroom. So we had like ed tech, right? Programs that help the education system that go in and help with academics. Um, a lot went into L&D. So you still maintain part of what they love What's from the job. Leadership and development. Okay. Or learning and development. Learning and development. Okay. You know, they're in that field where they're still teaching. They're still helping others. And so I think the, if you did like a disc analysis, I'm like teachers, you'd find that like willingness to make decisions and to mm -hmm. connect and to have meaningful relationships. So I see that and I see this group of individuals doing amazing things. And, you know, one, um, his name's John and he is a realtor broker. And he was, he's like, I'm still in my community. I still serve, you know, the people I am around. People still see me and they still, you know, say hi. And so it, it's taking what they loved from their career and applying it to a new career. And so it's just shifting. Yeah. And they're still part of the community, just exactly. in a different fashion. So Nayeli, talk to us about upcoming book signings. Are, are we having a little tour here so people could get to meet you, have their books dedicated? So we will have all that information on our website, which is pencilsdown.network. On there, you could also find the links to purchase it. We're on Barnes & Noble and Amazon. So if you are interested in getting the book, there is an entire section on career transitioning, career coaching, how to take a skill set inventory. So even if you're not an educator, this is a really good read on burnout, well-being, and how to transition careers. So there's a great resource here of Pencils Down. 
And again, pick it up on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. I yep. got mine's on Amazon, so it comes in like a day or so. <laughs> so uh, and again, this is just chartering a new career, creating yourself anew, but still, still ch- staying true to what your passions are is, is exactly. kind of like the common thread in what you just shared here. Absolutely. So, well, Nayeli, we're proud of you here Thank at Corporate you. Cafecito <laughs> and for what you're doing and Michael uh, Bayer as well with, with collaborating you and, and bringing all these stories to life as well in this book. So thanks for tuning in and please don't keep us a secret. Share this podcast with others that hopefully we can impact them like we've impacted you. And then also share about Pencils Down, which is a great book that, again, it's all about empowerment and helping you grow each and every day. So I'm Mario Rodriguez. Yo soy Nayeli Suarez Gas. Y aquí los esperamos la próxima. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform. 